0: is up. Welcome back to the True Talk Podcast. I'm going to scoot this over. Welcome back y'all to the True Talk Podcast and uh, happy True Talk Tuesday or whenever you're listening to this. Um, and I'm so excited y'all are back y'all. My name is Savannah Grace if you've never been here before and I'm the host and founder of Truly You and True Talk Podcast and I'm here with my infamous co-host. Let me get him. He's chewing on a carrot at the moment. <laughs> I- <laughs> I'm here with my, with my co-host, Mr. Roscoe, and he is playing with a carrot at the moment. He's got to get his veggies in, as you guys know. <laughs> Hopefully he, you know, he calms down. <laughs> um, and y'all, I'm just excited about today's episode. Um, I'm not going to lie, I've actually tried to film this a couple of times, and it is just... It has been hard to film. Roscoe's getting excited. Um, It has been hard to film. And I'm excited because today I'm just going to, like, as always, as I say every single week, it's just going to be a chat. It is just going to be just, you know, sitting and talking and, you know, just all the things. So, as always, welcome to True Talk, y'all. Get your fuzzy socks on. I got mine on. Get your coffee or your tea or whatever you like to drink, get it, and y'all, let's let's just hop right into it. So, as you can see by the title, today I'm going to be talking about, you know, just that Christian girl aesthetic. And this is, or just not even that Christian girl, it can be a guy thing too. I just know from the girl's perspective, I know about it more from that way. And I'm just going to be talking about this, y'all, because this has been on my mind for the past couple of days, just going to be really honest. This has been something that has been on my mind that, um, it just, it just makes me want to, it just, yeah, it makes me upset in a way because, you know, I just, I can't stand that Christian girl aesthetic. Like just to be totally hundred percent honest with you, I cannot stand it. (laughs) <laughs> it makes me so upset and um yeah, it just does. I'm just going to be talking to you guys why because you know, I feel like it just puts unrealistic standards and it puts a false definition on Christianity that it's not actually that it isn't actually is. So, you know, we're just that's just what we're going to be talking about today. And so, if you don't know what that Christian girl aesthetic is, honestly, there's such a wide range of it. Like, there is such a huge, huge, huge range of it that, you know, maybe your your version that you see on your social media is different than my version. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I just know the versions that I have seen on social media that it just, oh, it annoys me, y'all. It, it annoys me so much. And so, um... Yes, yeah, so the version that I have seen on social media of that Christian girl said, I'm just going to give a quick, brief explanation. If you don't know, it is something that, and I feel like especially my generation, I don't think that you know necessarily. I, I'm not saying that other generations haven't dealt with it. I think that they've dealt with it in a different way of this the standard of Christianity that as it isn't even Christianity; it's more so religion. They just You know, anyways, and I feel like that's what it is with our generation, but I see it more so in our generation of, it's the standard of, you know, a perfect Christian life. And y'all, if I can just be totally honest with you, I have fought this so hard because I'm like, there's this part of me that I could just be, like, this is just in my personal life. I could just be really... A surface level Christian, and you know, make sure everything looks pretty, have the pretty scripture up on the wall, and you know, the pretty, you know, go to church every Sunday in the prettiest little outfit. And you know, everyone from the outside would think, oh, she is just such a good little Christian girl. Or, oh, man, she is just such a woman of God. She goes to church. She wears her outfits. She, you know, she's got the scriptures on her wall. And from the outward outward perspective, I was going to say perception. There you go. Outward perception and perspective, it could look like, you know, perfect. And there's been times in my life where I'm just like, Lauren, I'm really sick and tired of this spiritual warfare. And and every time I try to go deep, these stupid demons and spirits just try to come and attack me. And it is really tempting to just want to stay surface level and, you know, just, you know, do the just just follow that Christian girl aesthetic. And, you know, that Christian girl aesthetic that I, the version that I see on social media a lot, it is, you know, the the Christian girl waking up at 6 a.m., making her bed perfect and pretty, fixing her perfect little iced coffee, and, you know, doing her perfect little devotion, and then going for a perfect little hot girl walk, and, like, you know doing the perfect little yoga session. And y'all, let me, let me before I go any further, let me say, if you do those things, there is nothing wrong with doing those things at all. Like, if that is how your morning goes, like, if your morning seems to be a more peaceful morning whenever you can do all those things, y'all go for it. There is nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with that. The people that I'm speaking to is the people who think that that is the furthest that Christianity can go or that is like the level of perfection that Christianity needs to be because I know that whenever I was younger on social media and you know when I just kind of you know I I was probably like 14 15 and it's kind of at that age where you're starting to discover yourself as far as your you know your fashion you're starting to discover you know becoming a woman and you know Wearing makeup and not wearing makeup and like all these different things, and so you go online and you see all these different vloggers doing all these different things, and they just seem to have the perfect life. And then you know you put a little bit of scripture in there, and oh, they're or script scripture, all I'm don't even know what I'm talking. You put a little bit of scripture in there in the caption, and you do all these different things, and then all of a sudden they're a Christian vlogger. So then you think. That's the perfect Christian life right there like if I can achieve that life that's the perfect Christian life and I think about you know I just think about the younger generation after me and I think all the time I'm like what kind of message do I want them do I want to leave them or do I want them when they look at me or when they see me or whatever like what do I want them to see and I never want people to feel like they it's this perfect standard of Christianity to be a good Christian is to have this perfect organized life. Like, y'all, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, sometimes life is chaos. (laughs) Sometimes I'm, like, running out the door, no shoes on because I got my shoes in my car. I have my slippers in my car. I'm, like, quickly pulling my hair up in a quick ponytail. Like, that is what life is like most of the time. Like, you know, I feel like I'm just going and going and going. And, like, that's okay. Like, I... You said, I, I keep saying like, I'm trying to not say it as much, and I, I catch myself doing it, y'all. But, um, you know, we just see this Christian girl aesthetic, and it just makes this, it's the standard that, to me, I feel like it's more so religion. Like, I really... Just to be honest with you guys, I, you know, used to battle so much of feeling like I was never a good enough Christian because I didn't wake up at 4 a.m. And I didn't read my Bible for six hours before I went to work. Like, And I, I battled so much guilt and shame from that, from the enemy, because on social media, all these people were, you know, being, being perfect and they were doing this. And, you know, God's like, I never asked you to be perfect. I just asked you to seek me. And as you begin to seek me and as you begin to grow in me... There may be a point in my life where God asked me to wake up at 4 a.m. and to read my Bible and pray for four hours or two hours or however long. But where I'm at right now, God's just like, I just want you to spend time with me and just to to grow and get deeper with me. So for me, that sometimes looks like reading my Bible and doing a devotion, and just being, you know, spending quiet time for an hour, sometimes that looks like just literally listening to worship music all morning, and just literally on the way to work, or anything that I do, listen to worship music, and just, just think about his goodness and think about these things and like y'all that can be the same way with you that is what I love about Jesus is that he is not about religion he is about relationship y'all he is about your heart posture that's why it says let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight because he is all about your heart posture just like when when Samuel went to go choose David Samuel looked at all of David's brothers and was like Oh, like that one's it. He's got curly hair. Oh, that one's it. He's got a good jaw. on like, yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm sure Samuel didn't say that. That's just my version of what I imagine. You know, and Samuel's probably thinking that one's really tall and strong and buff and he could make a good king. And God's like, his heart isn't in the right position. Choose the next one. His heart isn't in the right place. Choose the next one. His heart isn't right. And like, y'all, I want to just break off this, this spirit of perfection that tries to come on you that feels like your life has to be perfect for you to be a good Christian or for you to be a good daughter of God or for you to be a good son of God. Like, that is not it. God just cares about your heart posture. God cares about your heart posture. And yes, God does care about your actions. But he, your actions, when you walk in a good heart posture, your actions just naturally flow out in a good way. They're called fruits. They're fruits of the Spirit, y'all. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Like, these things, when we focus on our heart and we focus on making sure that our heart is in the right posture, you know, those are the things that pleases God when we're saying, okay, Lord, I I just want to submit to you, Lord, and I know that there are things that I want in life, and... But, Lord, ultimately, I want to make sure that my heart is pleasing in your sight. Because, y'all, that's going to be the thing that goes with you when you go to heaven. Like, your car is not going to go with you. Your clothes, your earrings, your makeup, your jewelry, your house, none of those things are going to go with you. Now, does God want you to have nice things? Yes, He is a He is a God, and He is a Father who owns a cattle on a thousand hills. And He can provide overly and abundantly for you. Like, let me just, let me say that. And I do believe that God wants to do that in your life. God wants to do good things in your life and God wants to see you blessed but don't let those things be the source of your joy don't let those things be the source of your peace because I'm telling you guys there are some mornings when I wake up and I don't make my bed but it does not bring me a lack of peace because I don't make my bed sometimes I'm just simply tired (laughs) and I just am running late or I need to hurry and go and you know I just simply don't have time to make my bed or my room doesn't look perfect. And y'all, I don't let that steal my peace. I don't let, I, I, I try, you know, that's where we have to understand that walking in relationship with Jesus is letting him be the source of everything within us. You know, like... I think about that girl aesthetic and that Christian girl aesthetic where it's like life is perfect and roses and daisies and petals and all this kind of stuff. And like y'all, when you think about people in the Bible, true disciples of Christ who were true Christians, not just people who wanted to carry the name of Jesus just so they could look cool in front of a church crowd or something, but they were people who were willing to spread the gospel and willing to die for the gospel. They were people who understood the depth of what Jesus did for them, they they were those people, and I think about that, and I think about you know, I think about John who who uh. prepared a way in the wilderness. Sorry, Roscoe's getting excited. He's saying, "Preach it, sister." <laughs> but I think about you know John wearing camel hair, like y'all. We 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 get you know, we get upset if we can't wear a perfect name brand, and like y'all. I'm pretty sure John wasn't sitting here saying, "Oh, that camel's not Louis Vuittons. I can't wear that one." Like y'all know, he wasn't sitting here saying, "Ooh, this locust is, you know, it's not from the king's palace, so I can't eat that." Like y'all, he just was like, "I'm gonna do what I gotta do to survive, but I want to, I want to, I want to make a way for the one who is coming after me, which is Jesus." And y'all, that is what we are doing. Is we are we are in a time where we are either gonna say, we're gonna give our all for Jesus. Like God is not looking for lukewarm Christians who can look pretty and be perfect. He is looking for people who are saying, I want to follow the, I want to follow Jesus and I want to I want to live a life of light for him. I want to be a voice in the wilderness for him. I want to I want people to know Jesus. I want them to love him. And y'all that's what Jesus is looking for is for people who are passionate after him, people who want to know more of him. That's what he's looking for. He's not looking for people who have the perfect life. He's not like, y'all, when you look at the disciples, that's what I want to, I, like, I encourage you, y'all, go watch The Chosen, y'all. Jesus picked some of the most screwed up, messed up, temperamental people because he wanted to show that he's not coming just to sit here and look for people who have the perfect, you know, Louis Vuitton or Porsche car, 15,000 square foot home. He's not coming to look for those kind of people. now he wants those people to get saved. Yes. But those aren't the people that, you know, please the Lord. Um, now if their heart is right, they can, but he is coming for the people that society rejects. He's coming for the low lives that society says, oh, you're too far gone. He's coming for you. He's coming for the person that has been strung out on drugs for 15 years because he says, I love your soul. I love you. And I want to see you walk in freedom. He came for them. He came for the people who have walked in so much pride that they think they're better than everybody else. He came for them to show them that, you know, that pride's not going to carry them anywhere in life. And that pride is not going to do anything. And you want to actually walk in real freedom and in real confidence, not in pride. Pride and confidence are two different things. You want to walk in real confidence? Let me show you who you are in me. Like, y'all, those are the people that Jesus came for. And I feel like when we put this standard of trying to be a perfect Christian or we, we portray Christianity as this perfect lifestyle or as this unattainable lifestyle, then it makes people want to shy away from that because they feel like they'll never be good enough for that When Y'all, that is not the gospel. The gospel is searching. The gospel, first off, is just like, you know, letting Jesus know, like you're letting people know that Jesus is Messiah and the Lord and Savior and all these different things. But the gospel searches for people who think that they are too far gone. Look at Mary Magdalene. Look at her. And she was a lady who was who was caught up and so, had so many demons within her. She had so much bondage and, and oppression and all these different things. And y'all, society wanted to reject her, and society gave her a name, and Jesus said, I call you this. You are my daughter, and I bring freedom over you, and y'all, that's what Jesus wants to do. Y'all, that is what walking your relationship with Jesus looks like. It does not look like waking up at the perfect time, and you know, having the perfect peaceful atmosphere. Like y'all, those things aren't bad, but I want to tell you that if you, if you only have peace in the perfect atmosphere, or you only have you know, joy when you're doing wonderful things in life, you may not have actually tapped into the true source of peace. You may not have actually tapped into the true source of joy because y'all want to tell you, when life looks like hell and that crumbles around you, you can still have joy and peace because your source is not in things of this world, but it is in Jesus Christ. Like, your life can look like hell, but... Jesus can be giving you peace within saying, don't worry, I've got this. Just watch what I'm about to do. Watch what my hand's going to do. Watch how I'm going to move in your life. And if you're saying, I'm just waiting to, to, you know, to have my Nespresso coffee machine, you know, so I can walk in, you know, joy in the mornings and I can wake up and just be so happy. Like y'all, let this be your coffee machine. Let this be the thing that brings you joy. Like let the living word of God, let Jesus himself be the thing that gives you joy. Because y'all, I can tell you right now. There is going to come a day when all of these things are going to pass away. And you're going to stand before the Father. And you're going to have to attest for everything that you've done in life. And I'm just telling you guys now, I don't want to stand before Jesus. And I don't want to be like, you know, I don't want Jesus to say, depart from me because I never knew you. Even though I could have lived this wonderful life doing all these things in the name of Jesus. And never actually know Jesus. Because that is what Jesus is about. He is not about rules. He is not about the way things look. He is about relationship. He is about you know, heart posture, and he is about those things of just living a life, walking in closeness with him, walking in relationship with him, y'all, like, that is what Jesus is about, so I just want to encourage you, like, don't feel like you've got to live up to an aesthetic, because y'all, Jesus is not an aesthetic, if he was an aesthetic, I can tell you right now, he would not have, have, have wept and sweat until he cried blood, and then sweat blood out of his head, because y'all, that does not look pretty, like, the cross did not look Pretty, I'm sure like I remember growing up watching the passion of the Christ and I could never watch those scenes because it did not look pretty it was gruel. it was it was it was it was, it was gruesome like it and it just all those different things and y'all that is what the gospel is sometimes it is it is like life looking like hell around you and saying Lord you are my true source of joy you are my you are my you are my love you are my 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 heart's desires you are the thing that I want you're the thing I crave and you know having a heart posture before the Lord that says you know no matter what men may say my heart is pure before the Lord because I'm not trying to live up to an aesthetic I'm not trying to live up to this picture-perfect lifestyle I'm just seeking the Lord and everything that comes with it comes with it and you know I just I just want to encourage you guys, like, break off these standards of perfection that, you know, the enemy's tried to place on you or that you've placed on yourself, feeling like you have to be this perfect Christian, y'all. Like, Christianity is about grace, and it is about, you know, Jesus, Jesus wants to give grace and mercy, and he freely gives it all the time. And so, don't let guilt and shame sit here and make you think that, you know, you have got to be this perfect person with this perfect lifestyle. Like, no, now, should you should we be striving to live a, a, a holiness lifestyle? Like, yes, we should strive to live a holy lifestyle and have a good heart posture before the Lord. But we are human, we are flesh, and we mess up from time to time. So, I want to encourage you, if you think that waking up at 4 a.m. in the morning and having the perfect coffee and the perfect room and the perfect car and the perfect this and that is a Christian lifestyle, like... Not saying those things are bad, but that is not what Christianity is about. Jesus and, and that Christian girl aesthetic, that is not the gospel. The gospel is just saying, you know, is surrendering your heart to the Lord. And when your heart is surrendered, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters because God can begin to work on your heart. He can be d- begin to do things. And when there's an inward change, things outwardly begin to change too. So I just want to encourage you to stop trying to seek changing everything from the outside and start saying, God, what is it that you're wanting to change within my heart? What is it that you're wanting to change within me? And, you know, just watch what he does. And I just want to end with this scripture. And it is the founding scripture of truly you and all of the things. And it is Romans 12, 2. And it says this, and so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all He has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind He will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship Him. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I want to encourage you guys just surrender to God and let Him work on your heart and let Him renew your mind. Let Him work inwardly on you. Don't feel like you've got to be, you know, this picture-perfect image for the world to see, you know, all these all these perfect life that you have. Like, don't strive for that. Just strive to live a life pleasing to the Lord and watch watch as you do that. Watch things begin to change in your life because you're not so focused on the outward ex- expression or you're not so focus, focused on how things look on the outside, but you're actually focused on the one who is important, which is Jesus and letting him change things within you. And so y'all, this episode was a little bit shorter, but, um, it just was something I just wanted to share and just like break off that feeling of, you know, feeling like you have to be perfect or feeling like, you know, the standard of perfection that is out there that is not true. It is not, it is not a standard of perfection that you have to reach to be pleasing or good in the sight of the Lord like y'all. He cares more about your heart more than anything and he cares more about your heart posture. So I just want to encourage you guys just seek relationship with him. Don't try to seek a perfect aesthetic lifestyle because y'all none of those things are going to satisfy and the world starts to get dark and and things things go and hard times come or what the all you know all the, all of these things Like, that is not going to be the thing that carries you. When hard times come, having a perfect aesthetic lifestyle is not going to be the thing that carries you. It is going to be having a heart posture before the Lord and having a relationship in the Lord and letting God be the source of everything in your life. Letting Him be the source of joy. Letting Him be the source of peace. Like, that is what's going to carry you through the hard times. That is what is going to make you a light on a hill in those hard times is whenever you are living for God and you're not living to please people. And so I just want to encourage you guys with that. Don't feel like you've got to please people. Don't feel like you've got to live up to this standard. Like y'all don't, don't, don't feel like you've got to do those things. Just live a life and walk in relationship with the Lord and ask God, Lord, what is it? What, what can I do that is pleasing before you? What, what heart posture can I have that is pleasing before you? And like, y'all don't feel like you've got to be perfect. Like if you want to cry, cry. If you want to laugh, laugh. If you want to, like, deal with things with the Lord and watch as He watch as you grow with Him, watch things change, y'all. So, I just want to encourage you with that. Um, I feel like that one was a little bit, like, intense. But it is, like I said, it's just something that's been on my heart that, you know, Jesus is not an aesthetic. And Christianity is not an aesthetic. It is a relationship. And it is walking in true relationship with jesus and with god the father so i just wanted to encourage you guys with that um as always every week if this episode has somehow been good or helpful or anything like that to you guys you know share with a friend It helps the algorithm just share it with people that you know get the message and the word out there um share it on your social media send it to your friends anything like that and um you know roscoe he's still eating his carrot and so he just got mad because his carrot dropped but me and roscoe <laughs> we just want to say bye y'all we hope y'all have a wonderful week and as always there's no better person to be than who god created you to be so go out be that person the world needs it jesus wants it and jesus loves you and i do too i love you guys so much and me and roscoe say bye y'all say bye. <laughs> all right bye y'all